The Morning Tailgate is live from Radio Row at Mandalay Bay. Thanks to Paul Law. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. Now, here's Clay, Vinny, and Lindsay from the Las Vegas Strip. What a week it has been here as we broadcast live from Radio Row. Brought to you by Paul Padilla. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. It's the morning tailgate with Lindsey Brown. I'm Clay Baker here on Raider Nation Radio. And this is a moment we long look forward to as we get a chance to see, you know, some of the great things that happen here in Las Vegas and for the Radio Row. It's the Hall of Fame ceremonies and everyone's names that get announced. And Randy Gratishar, the heart and soul of the Orange Crush defense in Denver, one of the greatest 3-4 linebackers of all time. And just like the guys of Lawrence Taylor, and Harry Carson. Randy, you are now a Hall of Famer. Congratulations. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. And I, I need to take some credit. I led the way for those guys. Lord, yes. Mm-hmm. I was just not recognized quite yet. So, because our defensive coordinator, Joe Collier, started that at the Denver Broncos back in, uh, I, I came in 74, and uh, a guy named John Ralston was our coach. He drafted that whole Orange Crush defense during his career. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you, you look at our defense and you look at the Pip, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, you look at the uh, uh, Purple People Eaters, yes. and then mm-hmm. now the Orange Crush. Do you guys have an Orange Crush can, uh, my picture on it? Can we get one? I don't know. They, they, they were out. They made them back then, and we made the Orange Crush distributor a lot, a lot of money. And uh, from T-shirts to Orange Crush soda cans sure. and all that stuff. So they, t- they actually took the whole team that year of 77. That must have been an amazing time for you. And, in fact, uh, my good friend, uh, Zeke Fricasi, uh, knowing that you were coming up here today, and Zeke's with SiriusXM NFL, and he told me, you got to ask Andy, you got to ask Randy about the 77 championship against the Raiders. What's your favorite memory from that game? Well, you guys remember we beat you. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so our next question. Uh, yeah, is, right. uh, <laughs> so how about did you get there? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're in uh, that season. That was the first season in seven from 1960 Denver Broncos history through 1977. They always lost more games or they broke even. Yeah. And now all of a sudden in 77, I'm sitting next to Tom Jackson, an outside linebacker. And uh, I said, Tommy, I said, we're 12 and 2. And uh, that's the first time Bronco history that. And then we also knew we were going to the the divisional playoff against the Steelers. Mm -hmm. We beat them. And then that team called the Oakland Raiders and uh, Ken Stabler and John Madden. You probably know those guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, We beat them in Old Mile High Stadium and uh, to get us to the Super Bowl. And uh, that was Super Bowl 12. And Amazing. I think about it. See, I'm not good at math. When I think of <laughs> right. Super Bowl 58 and try to figure I went into 12, I, I can't do the math to figure out how many years that was. So uh, you guys can figure that out. So, We're not uh, fact I've got too many concussions to do that type <laughs> yeah. of math. It'll take me too long. we got to ask you more questions as well because it's not yeah, every day. Right. We get to sit down with a gold jacket earner where it's been 40 years in the making. As you said, you led the way for that Orange Crush defense. You're finally getting your day in the sun. So what are those measurements for the gold jacket. Well, we're we're going to be doing that tomorrow. Mm. As far as uh, uh, it'll just be a real honor and privilege. You know, you do the ring, you do the jacket, you do the bust, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. And then I, I just keep thinking, I'm finally in going back to Canton, Ohio. I'm originally from Ohio. Mm. I went to Ohio State. I'm a Buckeye. The the well, the. it wasn't. The, 
the w- back then. Really? That's I went for one year. with. I played for their hockey team. I did one Mirror Lake jump, then I got the heck out of there. So there, there was no go. V then. Really? No, no. And that just happened in the last 10 years. I mean, with our society and things keep changing. Branding. They, they mm. finally put the Ohio State University. I just, I don't know that name. So uh, uh, the old Ohio State Buckeyes and uh, that coach named Woody Hayes, uh, mm. He was there for 28 years. And, and you were a Heisman finalist? Uh, with, uh, yeah, as a defensive guy. It was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had two other teammates in the Heisman finalist yeah, with you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and I think of those Heisman Trophy winners. And But who in the country, what school has a two-time Heisman Trophy winner? Ohio State. No, another than Archie Ohio State. Archie Griffin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the only two-time Heisman Trophy winner. And I had a chance to play with him two years. See, I taught him everything, he, how he played, even it was on offense. And I take all the credit for that. It was coming he was two- walking when he met you, and then he was running yeah, by the right. time he left, right? Yeah, right. There you go. There you go. Hall of Famer Randy Gradishar here with us, the heart and soul of the Orange Crush defense here on Raider Nation Radio. And all week we've been promoting your interview, and Raider Nation likes to uh, quip on our text line. And everyone respects your incredible career, Randy, and you did pave the way for so many. But, uh, man, as a Bronco, you were really rubbing it in coming here on the Raider Nation radio <laughs> after all those years of running over Stabler and Plunkett and Cliff Branch, ruining a bunch of Sunday for Raider fans. Yeah. What's this week been like for you? Well, it, it's great memories even talking to you guys about the Raiders because that was always in our division. You know, we hated the Raiders yeah. and uh, the John Madden Stabler and that whole team because uh, I always play, I always enjoyed playing against the best team. And uh, certainly the Raiders were one of those players and yeah. they were in our division. So, And the rivalry, the Broncos, it, it mile high, and then when we went out to Oakland, I, you you guys seem to be confused. When I when I was there with Al Davis, you're in you're in Oakland. Yes, and then all of a sudden they go to <laughs> L.A., and then all of a sudden now they go back to Oakland, mm-hmm. and now through Mark Davis is now they're in Las Vegas. Are they confused or we need a compass? Is if what you we need. see if you talk to Mark, tell him that Randy asked him. Are you guys, are you finally satisfied with ending up in Las Vegas? They're never satisfied. They're oh. always trying to find a better deal. Yeah, you right. <laughs> did, those, uh, did that rivalry and how those blood wars with the Raiders, did that make the Broncos team that much better? Did that Because you, you would always have, it's Raiders week. But then it became like, we have to beat the Raiders to get to where we need to go. Did that make you a stronger team? Well, I, and you said, uh, I call it hate the Raiders. Or yeah. that's what they said in Denver. Okay. They had T-shirts and stuff. We hate the Raiders. We hate the Raiders. <laughs> and so uh, that rivalry, and uh, it went on for years, and it's still kind of going on today, but it's a little different, as you know. And so uh, having that opportunity and knowing that there are a number of Raiders going into uh, that are already into the Hall of Fame, uh, and now I'm part of that, of realizing this Super Bowl week and uh, – finally get in into the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame is just a real blessing for me. It's an incredible honor and one that is certainly earned. Iron sharpens iron, and so any success that you had, the Raiders certainly had a hand in, and any success that the Raiders had a hand in, certainly uh, you helped with that because you're competing against one another. If you want to be right. the best and beat the best, that means you're all right. going to be able to improve with one another. And I, I was looking up some scouting reports about you back in the day when you were playing. Somebody said that he has a great pro quality, the ability to cover up somebody else's mistake. Who do you think is underappreciated in the art of saving or of saving 
touching someone else's ass in today's NFL. So how do you expect me to respond to that, I guess? I guess. In the kindest possible way. Yeah, I guess (laughs) just like uh, because as a linebacker, I feel like it's a very unappreciated position and it's such an impactful one. And when people don't do their jobs or mistakes happen as they naturally do, there's somebody there to save, right? And so you don't always get credit for that. Who do you think doesn't get a lot of credit in today's NFL? Well, I I was just blessed uh, and I never planned on high school football Mm -hmm. or college football or NFL never dreamed about that. I, my upbringing with my parents, depression kids, mm-hmm. we never ever considered those kinds of things. And then uh, all of a sudden, Denver Broncos, and all of a sudden, uh, Denver Broncos playing that, and uh, just having the opportunity to uh, appreciate that. And I can, and I consider a lot of that as the way I was brought up mm. from parents, from coaches, through my careers. And, uh, and and making that Orange Crush, being just part of it, I always know it's a team because I was just one of 11 guys, mm. uh, other 10 guys, in order to uh, make that kind of recognition. And, and I always been thanking our defensive coordinator, Joe Collier, who mm. created the 34 defense. And then it went on to – and then for years – the offenses didn't know, never played against something like that. Yeah. And uh, so now we, you, you, we get Harry Carson and Ho- Lawrence Taylor, you know, into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and they're 34 guys. And uh, and I take credit for teaching them all that, how to play the 34 defense, and they are in the Hall of Fame. And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I just personally take all the credit for that. <laughs> well, that's that's one thing about you, Dan. I know you get a chance to be a Hall of Famer now in Canton for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but you're a Hall of Fame humanitarian. With all the service you've done to the community for over three decades, what are you most thankful for? Well, uh, I'm thankful to Woody Hayes. Woody Hayes was my coach at Ohio State, and he would bring in every, every, for all the freshmen individually when you're a freshman mm-hmm. and you would sit at his desk and i think most people know woody hayes was kind of an energetic kind of coach and uh he would bring us all in individually mm-hmm. and he would get a little excited and he, he would point at you say randy you got to start paying forward i said oh okay how do you how do you do that he said i'm going to show you so through his 28 years uh every spring quarter uh in, in spring quarter in school, we would meet at the facility. Mm-hmm. Woody was always on the bus, and he would take us to nonprofits, to hospitals, to nursing homes, to high schools, middle schools, wow. and just meet and greet the people or sign some autographs once in a while. Mm-hmm. So and then you, you, you thought, think about paying forward. It's all about your attitude and and learning that you give back you serve you help lead you volunteer all those words make up that pay forward and uh he influenced thousands of young athletes in his 28 years there and then that took over i learned that at ohio state and then when i came to denver broncos uh that's what we did or that's what i did anyhow the broncos would ask would you go here go there the other and uh you, you just went and you did what you're doing and talked to the people. And, and that's what really makes, I think, the Bronco fans from 1960 all the way through today 
you know, those very, very loyal fans and uh, certainly appreciate the opportunity to be with Denver. Randy, we all joke around about the rivalry, but from all of us, we're happy for you and your family, and most importantly, you finally get your day in the sun. Thank you for joining us, Randy. Well, thank you for having me, and uh, yes, I'm very excited about this opportunity. Awesome. Randy Gradish, our Hall of Famer here on the Morning Tailgate. We're back after this on Raider Nation Radio. Welcome back to the Morning Tailgate here on Raider Nation Radio. Our coverage brought to you by Paul Padalaw. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery, and really happy to have one of the great uh, longtime defensive minds of the game, and especially the senior defensive assistant for the Raiders, Rob Ryan. Good morning to you, sir. Hey, morning. This is outstanding, and uh, thanks for having me, guys. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. There's a lot to get into today, and we'll get into the game, but you know what? We know that there's something dear, near and dear to your heart. Let's talk about what uh, what your wife's been doing and all, all the kind of work that your family's been working on. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, my wife and, and Tina Green, uh, who was uh, actually a finalist on uh, on that show Rex was on that he got booted off in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> so she did a lot better. But uh, they were really go-getters, and, and they've attacked this uh, child trafficking head-on. And uh, we have a charity, the Backwards K Program, uh, Athletes Against uh, Child Trafficking. And uh, so we have that event going uh, tomorrow at the Ahern. But... Uh, but it's 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 a thing that's attacking, trying to get every sport to be under one banner. So, mm-hmm. the backwards K for baseball, you know, TKO for fighting. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Oski for interceptions and sacks, you know, for Max and all of them. But uh, we do every sport. We've got dunk for basketball. We even have Sabrina doing it. Uh, oh, incredible! She's got her own tennis shoes on. Usually, I have them on. I don't have them today. But it's really cool. It, it, we're going from the nuts and the bolts of, of everything to actually identifying. Uh, the the you know the potential problems we're yeah. trying to educate uh, our students, then identify them from you know the the uh, the people committing the, the the crimes, and then actually rescue them to all the way to rehabbing. So we're going all the way, and we've got all the all the great sponsors in that. So it's under one banner, the Backwards K Project. Uh, athletes against child trafficking. And I really appreciate you guys letting me do that. No, Rob, we, we appreciate you bringing this cause because honestly, it's it, trafficking and human trafficking is a thing I studied in college. And I know that the, the Super Bowl, this is the biggest event in the world in right. which human trafficking goes down. And, and obviously children are a part of that. And, and it happens in ordinary places. Like they're not walking oh. around with a sign. And, and so to, to be a champion for this cause, especially at this time, and, uh, and to get all the athletes involved that you have uh, and, and your wife and your family, it's it's incredible that's true work that legacy work right is all oh, yeah. the, the things that you've accomplished as a football coach probably pale in comparison well i appreciate that very much and just our way of giving back and we have a unique uh, opportunity being around all the athletes and yeah. and all the great fans out there we can just get together we can wipe this thing out and and i know it affects san diego and las vegas more than anywhere and yes we're going to retire in san diego and we live here in vegas so uh it's real really important to us two-time Super Bowl champion, senior defensive assistant, coach with the Las Vegas Raiders, Rob Ryan. Then when you look at, like, how the laws have had to change over the years, weren't you a little shocked that over the years, like, even just in the last 10, 15 years, the laws against child trafficking, in fact, for those who are the perpetrators, it's been, like, wrist slaps. They've been, like, let off so easily all around the country. There's no, there hasn't been to seem some sort of uniform punishment at all in this country. No, that's right. And, and I think right now uh, everybody's getting their act together and realize what a massive problem it is. Right. And uh, it needs to be 
be addressed, and and uh, hopefully we can we can all bond together and and make that happen, make our world a whole lot better place. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Rob Ryan here joining us here on the gate, and something that got a lot better this year was the defensive unit. You were part of that with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I've asked this to outside people. I don't want you to give away all the secrets because I expect <laughs> a lot of one games next season. Oh, but yeah. what is this natural evolution for this defensive group now that there's cohesion, there's understanding, you can coach them quicker, right? Uh, how do you get better when you've already taken the league a little bit by surprise? Well, I tell you what. I mean, first thing we did was hire AP as the head coach. Yep. I mean, uh, our team just took off with him, and, and especially our defense, but really the whole team. But uh, nobody realizes we were the number one defense in football the last nine weeks of the season, mm -hmm. which is over half the year when AP took over. And it's not by accident. These, these uh, players bought in. We have the best player in the league in Max Crosby. Yes. We see him every week. Mm -hmm. He's the best player in the league. And, and uh, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes a close second, but but he, he really is special, and he's a great leader, and he's young. He's, he's growing as a leader, but but he galvanized our room, and, and we came together, and, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to get better and better. Our team really plays for each other, mm -hmm. and uh, that's rare in today's football. A lot of guys want to – you know, play for all the accolades and all this uh, independent contractors. Uh, that's not the Raider way. We got AP up front, and believe me, it's going to be all about the Raiders. I really love the free agent acquisitions of Marcus Epps and Robert Spillane. Let's talk about Robert Spillane. Yes. What goes through your mind when you see him out on the field taking over? Well, I mean, uh, you know, he's a typical directional school guy. I give him credit. You know, uh, he's he's touched. He's a beautiful kid. Him and him and Max are uh, are, are great kids. But uh, when you put Marcus Epps and, and Spillane in the middle of your defense, along with John Jenkins, I mean, you've got a heck of a football team. Yes. And uh, and you can't have a defense without being great in the middle. And and Spillane was everything we wanted. We knew he was tough as nails. We knew that about him. We knew he was a gym rat. Uh, but his leadership and his his genuine character was was great for us, mm. and uh, he's not a pretty guy by any stretch. But uh, but he's ours, and we love him. That's not just one. Or there's multiple areas of this defense to be excited about too, because I love Roberts play, and he had one of those sacks where he timed it perfectly through the gap, and oh, I think yeah. he was in the quarterback's jersey before he even realized that he turned around. But uh, I, I'm really impressed with how the cornerbacks have been able to gel together. A lot of young guys in that room, and a late addition in Jack Jones. Uh, how how are you guys coaching them up, and what kind of uh, program did you give to them in the off season to really get after get after that ball hawking attitude that right. this team really hasn't had at that position group for a very long time? Right, it is the truth. Probably since Namdi when when I was coaching them 110 years ago, <laughs> but uh, no, it really is. It's a special group. We're yeah. attacking the ball. You saw us really improve. We took another a, a step forward when AP took over. He put an extra emphasis on it. Yeah. I mean, he put a senior assistant in charge of that. And we just took off. No, but we just uh, took off. <laughs> There's a question so before, it, but I, I mean, was come answer. on, do the math. No, but uh, but really, these players are, are have totally bought into Patrick Graham's defense, and and uh, and with AP up front, we're not going to let him down. We're going to yeah. play great defense because that's the Raider way, and 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 that's AP's way. I mean, he's genuine, tough. He's a team captain. He's a leader, and everything he's done, you know, since he since he took over that interim job to now. It's it's all for the players. It's all to to create our identity and to play a, you know as as he you know he wants us to play, and it really is all the Raider Nation wants us to play. So uh, we want to be the tough guy on the block, and we will be. And I think 
we showed our our conference that uh, you know who's going to be in charge of this for a long time as we as we took care of them for the last three weeks. Well, we started seeing that action on the defensive line in the trenches where uh, offensive lines got tired of lining up and trying to go up against you guys. You brought up John Jenkins and Adam Butler. Uh, Tyree Wilson started coming around. What do you think is like is the expectations for next year? Because you guys really got after it on the line. Well, I tell you what, Robbie Leonard, that's an off-season move, too, that people don't know. We, okay. we added a terrific football coach in Robbie Leonard, and uh, we're lucky, hopefully, you know, I don't know how we kept him. We Every team kept putting in for him, but he wants to be a Raider, so we kept him. And he's done a terrific job with those guys, but uh, but they all have an attitude, but they get it from Max. I mean, uh, we kid, you know, I love Robbie, but Max Crosby, when he's up there doing everything and demonstrating everything, nothing's more important to him than winning and uh and playing the right way and and that's what that's what he does and and really you can you don't have a defense without a great defensive line and and uh and max is the guy that that sets the tone who's a bigger icon max crosby or your twin brother well i mean i'm bigger than rex so i mean uh so i didn't uh, include you in the conversation we're battling yeah, for second I'm place telling, rob yeah i'm telling you I know it's Max Crosby. Max Crosby's the best in this league. And here's the thing, which is a bunch of bull. How's he not win NFL Man of the Year? It's 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 not fair. It's not right. I mean, all you got to do is look. Nobody sees him off the field what he does. Yeah. They see some things he does in in, in uh, you know out in public, and he's doing things all the time. But behind the scenes, this guy is an unbelievable man. And the things he does behind the scenes. For everybody, who he just got a heart of gold. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. And then you see the way he plays. I mean, he plays out there with his heart. He's, he's playing injured the whole year. I mean, it, it's amazing. And and uh, uh, but he's definitely the biggest icon. I know he's all tatted up now too, so people are actually starting to look at him a little bit. But he's the best player in the league. You know, Raider Nation hates the fact that the Chiefs are playing at the Raiders facility. Yeah. Uh, how do the players feel? How do the coaches feel? You, I try to, like, a, you know, disguise yourself as a cleaning crew, just keep your eye on them, you know, show up one yeah. day. Well, I mean, I think everybody saw the blueprint, what it takes to beat them. Uh, I'll be honest. I'll be, I'll be honest. I mean, they're a great football team. Andy mm-hmm. Reid's a terrific coach. Mahomes and Kelsey, I mean, these guys are phenomenal players. And Spagnuolo, I replaced him in New Orleans as a coordinator. I know he's a great coach. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is nobody knows AP, AP got us right all week. He got us right all week. And then the night before the game was the greatest I've ever heard any coach talk. And I know we're grown men. And, really? Oh, yeah, rah, rah. No, it wasn't a rah-rah speech. Believe me, it was legit. And, uh, you know, he had, he had tears in everybody's eyes. Mm-hmm. There's, it's no accident we went out there to beat, to beat the hell out of him on Christmas. And that's not easy to do. But we did it. And it was all through the direction of the head coach. I'm just telling you, that's the truth. I've been in the league 100 years. Well, I, you can say this, and I know you won't take it, but there is some credit to be due to to the Chiefs' run to the Super Bowl because they lost that game, because you had such a g- good game plan, because AP was so inspiring. So I know it's not a consolation prize anybody wants, but they're here because the Raiders beat their ass. Oh, yeah. But do you feel that? Do you feel a little bit of an ownership well, to I that? Well, I mean, they're a great football team. Sure, I, and, we know and, it. And they were great that day, too. They just yeah, uh, they not ran as good into as you guys. the wrong opponent. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the the bottom line is it's no accident. When you're going to all those Super Bowls, it's no accident. I mean, they're they're better coached than almost every team in the league, and they and they've got better players. 
So, uh, you know, it, it's, you always got your hands full, and they got a great trigger man. And, uh, not, and we, nobody's noticing. If, if Aiden O'Connell was a first-round pick, everybody would be talking about how great he came on, right? <laughs> yep. He's a yes, that's so he's true. Not pretty. Well, <laughs> I, that kid's a phenomenal football player yeah. and ended up being a great leader. He's young, but when you got Devontae Adams, the best receiver in football, following you and endorsing you, Jacoby Myers, he's, hey, let me run. Let me block somebody. Let me run let me the throw. ball. Let me yeah. throw it. I mean, we got a team buying in, but that kid had a lot to do with it, and, yeah. and he's going to be fun to watch. And, and uh, who knows what direction everything's going to go, but but he is a terrific young player, and uh, I, I'm excited to see him play next year. Rob Ryan, it's a real pleasure to have you on. Thank you for making time with us on a busy day. All right. I appreciate you having me, guys. Thank you. Back after this on the Morning Tailgate. It's been a whirlwind of a week here for the Morning Tailgate. Lindsey Brown, Clay Baker, Vinny Bonsignor, and everybody here at Raider Nation Radio. And we really wanted to wind up this great week with Mike Pritchard uh, after talking to all the Hall of Famers and the celebrities. And Mike has been here in Las Vegas for so, so long. Nine years in the NFL. The fifth fastest man to 200 receptions three Hall of Famers he's caught touchdowns with, VSIN, DraftKings, and too legit to quit. But, man, you have been raised in Las Vegas, graduated yes. from Rancho. You've seen Las Vegas grow from a town to a city. Do you not feel that the Super Bowl right now is one of those seminal moments in Las Vegas history? Oh, man, yes, absolutely. And great to be with you guys. Thank uh, you for being here. Yeah, you know, Appreciate it's – um, I've, I've told this story all week, really. Um, and, you know, when growing up here – the Rebels were our pro team, right? Ain't that the truth, and, right? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm watching Randall Cunningham and getting inspired by him. Um, went to school with Greg Anthony and, and certainly got inspired by the running Rebels and what they were able to do. And, and I went to college uh, on the on that note. Uh, but never in a million years would I have thought that the Super Bowl would be here in our home city, man. And <laughs> uh, let alone you know the Raiders, right? Uh, but yeah. but we did this a long time ago. We talked about this when the stadium was a, was a thought that you build it, they will come, right? And uh, sure enough, uh, uh, the state and, and everybody got behind the, the project and built Allegiant Stadium, and the Raiders arrived, and you, soon after that, the Super Bowl was coming. You knew that. You knew that mm -hmm. once you build a new stadium, the, the reward for that would be a Super Bowl, and the NFL cannot be happier right now. Yeah, it's so exciting to see what this city is is truly capable yeah. of, and and to hear all of the the positive reinforcement from friends that are coming into town and just right. their experience. I, I'm I'm so glad that we're all here and that we've had different histories that we didn't just get here this week and realize oh, there's more to this town besides the slot machines. Like sure. there's lots of great things to do. Right, and again, right. we're talking to Mike Pritchard here. Uh, you know him well. You you are a huge part of the show. Always have been. And we talked to Trey Tucker earlier this mm -hmm. week, and I think this young man has a very very level head on his shoulders. He's talking about getting after his catching fundamentals this offseason. He's very honest with himself, uh, very reflective. But what are your expectations for him in his second year and his perspective, or from his perspective, yeah. and especially under new offensive coordinator Luke Getze? Oh, you know what? I, I think um, you got to be excited for him. Uh, yeah. And I think uh, excited for the young players, really, for the Raiders, because the younger players are the ones that take the leaps forward, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and this isn't a dog in. Uh, any older guys, but, you know, evolving and getting better when you're a player that's been established in the league for a while, mm. it, it, you're not going to see it all the time. In, in other words, you're going to see the other side of it. You're gonna, they're going to mm. be banged up. They're not going to be available and stuff like that. Where where you get excited for guys is when they're young uh, and they and they, they their eyes get opened, right? Like they, they start to discover things like mm. they never thought they could 
could do before or, or, or they didn't think they could do. And, and so once that starts to happen collectively, then everybody gets better. See, I, I, I hope the Raiders realize that. I, I know in years past, especially when they were winning Super Bowls, and uh, they had a great mix of players, young and old, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but, and I think they have that now. Uh, but realizing that the younger players, man, if you help those guys graduate and, and understand what it takes in this league and, and, and certainly the level and expectations, you're getting better together collectively. So the Max Crosby, he's a vet now. He's a big-time vet now. Uh, uh, Devontae, all those guys. I mean, if, if I'm a young receiver in that room with Devontae, I mean, I'm, my eyes are wide open in terms of what can I learn, how can I improve, how can I get better to help this football team. So I, that's why I'm excited about the young man. Right on. Speaking with Pritch here on the morning tailgate, then talk about the defense. For all those years, we would say, you know, and you'd hear from Raider Nation calling us, like, if you could just get to, like, a mid-level defense, like a top 15 defense, right. think about where this team would be because the offense was clicking. It didn't happen that way this year. <laughs> yeah. In fact, the defense was a top 10 defense, and the Raiders' offense ranked in the high 20s. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. How'd that happen? <laughs> how'd that what happen? the hell happened right there? Um no, you know, the, the defense, there's been so much attention to the defense side of the ball, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and rightly so, because that was what needed, to be, what needed to improve. But I said this on your show, and I think it was training camp. Don't mess around with Josh Jacobs. Don't oh, do that. Get yeah. him in here now. Get him in here now. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. And they messed around. They, they screwed it up. Uh, and the offense sputtered, along other things, too. You know, Jimmy, it was a huge part of it, though. Sure, sure. Huge the running game wasn't there the way it needed to be. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the inevitable happened. Jimmy G got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. But, Shocker. But the attention on the defensive side of the ball was remarkable, not only from personnel, but certainly um, just making sure that everything was straight over there. Mm-hmm. And you saw that improvement. But that's what I'm talking about with the younger players uh, and, and players that – are starting to understand and unlock that door into that next room. That's where the improvement was, whereas the other side of the ball, you didn't see that improvement. Well, and the great thing is that amazing defense that was compiled, it was one of the cheapest defenses in the league, too, Mm -hmm. so they have all this space to go out and improve. You have certain answers at positions like Roberts playing at the linebackers or these young cornerbacks that are coming in, and we see some success from young cornerbacks this weekend. Big game, we have to talk about it, obligatory, right, with the Chiefs. And they're elite at taking away their opposition's number one receiver, and LeJarius Sneed is a huge part of that. The 49ers have a ton of weapons, but if you were tasked in uh, hauling it in a few deep balls in their secondary, what are some objectives that you would go over in the position group room? Oh, boy. Um, well, let's see. Um, they're really good cover guys, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they give you so many different looks defensively if you're talking about Kansas City. And uh, I think recognition recognition is, is, is everything uh, in terms of are they blitzing? Where is the blitzing coming from? Is it man blitz? Is it zone blitz? I mean, there's so much into it, right? Yeah. Uh, and but it's designed to screw you up. That that's the that's the secret of Kansas City. That's the secret of uh, salsa uh, with with spags. Is they it's designed to screw you up. But if you're not screwed up and you you diagnose it, uh, then you're fine. Now all you got to do is beat your guy, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I I love man-to-man coverage, and I, I would <laughs> hope we would get man-to-man coverage. And if that's the case, then then your eyes are are lit up, and, and you're lit up, and you can't wait to go up against that. Well, how do you feel like about the Chiefs' wide receiver court? Do you find like that maybe the depth is a little lacking because they really rely a lot on a rookie? Yeah, knows? yeah, you know. Um, but when you have a quarterback like that, it really doesn't matter what your receiving core is. Okay. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is the guy will throw you open. 
Like, seriously. <laughs> you know, do you got your a point job. There. Yeah, yeah. No, do your job. Get open. Like, some guys can get open. Some guys you'll lean on. Like, Kelsey, they'll lean on him for a matchup, and mm. he'll create separation, and he'll get open. But the other guys, like, run your route. Patrick will throw the ball to you where he needs to throw it to you, right? And, and like, you're not going to – make it easier for Patrick. Patrick is going to make it easier for you with these guys. Yeah. And that's why it's worked. I mean, um, and also they're young. Like last year, I remember the Kansas City uh, defense. They were so young and everybody was worried about that in the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl. But they got better, right? And and so now they're still kind of young, but yet they're one of the better defenses in the National Football League. So don't be afraid of being young because that's going to get you the most improvement, especially if it evolves together. Uh, but, yeah, don't be afraid. Uh, make sure you diagnose and know what you're doing out there. I mean, that, that, that's everything uh, for success on International Football League. Talking to Mike Pritchard here. It was a 13th overall pick back in the day. He used to play for the Buffs. He talks on VEASAN Live. He is an analyst for the NCAA and the NFL. I want to take a little bit longer range of a question. Okay. Uh, which franchise do you think is at the biggest risk for potentially derailing themselves this offseason? Woo, the biggest risk. There's, there's a lot of them, Lindsay. I know. It's a, I feel <laughs> like it's a, a very important yeah. moment for a lot of people yeah. right now. Um, I mean, it's the usual suspects, really. Like, mm-hmm. Carolina's going to stink. You know that, right? <laughs> I think the Giants are going to stink. Um, let's, I, I, let me, you know what? Let me look at all these franchises that got it wrong. Yeah. You, you know what it is. Like all the Patriots going to stink? Patriots will stink. I, they might stink Patriots now, stink. but in terms of getting pieces back in that sure. building, I don't expect okay. them to succeed this Why? year. No, no. But you've got to make the right moves in order yeah. for you to have that success whenever but, that comes around. But most teams don't know how to do it. That's the, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Like when you see – you know, Carolina, where they are forever. Um, <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever. Like, Houston got it right. They got the right coach and they got the right quarterback. And, and that, they made history. Yeah. A rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback to make the playoffs. Win the division. Intense. Um, played I know. the way that he did. Yeah, too. so you can, get, you can get good quickly. I mean, that's what the league is about. But some teams, like the Chargers, I mean, no maybe. No trust, huh? Well, they're going to have high expectations. They really are. I mean, from a betting standpoint. We were talking about what, maybe nine and a half wins Get out from of a win total. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, just because of the guy's won everywhere he's been. Classic Chargers, um, right? Oh, preseason that's, 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 that kind that's of stuff. a hell of a number. To oh, it it is like, like especially how they can't stay healthy. Sure, yeah. like can Jacksonville? Like Jacksonville's probably falling off. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, you know, teams. There's flash in the pans. There's outliers. Yes, uh, and then there's that consistency. The reason why Kansas City is always in the Super Bowl is they've been consistent. You know, the 49ers have been consistent over the last five years. And mm-hmm. uh, the Eagles, the, you know, the Cowboys. I mean, you can name the teams that, that have done it right to get to the playoffs, but yet it, it hasn't been special enough to get to the Super Bowl. The only mm-hmm. teams that are doing that routinely is Kansas City. Uh, right. And, like, you, want, you wonder what it is about what they have going that, that keeps it that way. Like, they mess around with Chris Jones, right? Remember that? Exactly. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier with the video because sure. the recruiting process is in full press right now. Well, Look at is. our great facility. It is. They messed around with him at the beginning of the year, and they're like, oh, you know what? We need that guy. So let's, let's bring him in. Yeah, I missed the first sure, game. Do you yeah. remember the shot of him sitting up in the in the booth? And he had his both agents on either side yeah. of him that <laughs> right. week one. Right. They lost that game to the Lions, too. And I'm like, I bet he's sitting up there saying, yes, yeah. lose oh, to the yeah. Lions. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you need yeah. me. You yeah. need me. Yeah, that's, and that's the, I think that's the attitude that, that um, helps you win and, and helps you stay consistent is that um, your ego is set aside or mm. – or, 
or what you feel uncomfortable doing is set aside. Like, we don't want to pay him, but we, we need to because we need him. But are we going to pay him in the future? Probably not. And he's going to be a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're Chris, you probably, you probably said that. You're like, look, I'll sign. But you're not franchise tag me, you know, right? I mean, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that was some language in his contract. We'll find out. Uh, and then if he's a free agent after a Super Bowl performance, I mean, the guy's just going to break the bank, though. Pritch, lastly, yeah. uh, Raiders pick 13th in the draft. Right. You know there are needs on offense. Yep. If there was a quarterback out there that might be around the 13, who would that be? And who should the Raiders think about if they could get a chance to trade up? Maybe not top three, but after the top three. Oh, man. Um you know what's interesting about this one is uh, Telesco's here now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, they drafted Justin Herbert, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing a show a while ago, at Lindsay, yeah. and uh, I asked a question to, who was it, Mo? Mo Moten. Oh, yeah, Mo Moten. Mo Moten. And uh, <laughs> it's like the Raiders had two first-round picks. They could have traded up and got Justin. Justin Herbert. Yeah. And we're not even talking about quarterback, oh. I don't think, right? But I think Derek Carr we trust, right? So. The, the, right, but mm-hmm. can't be afraid to upgrade. Exactly. Can't, can't can't be afraid to get younger. Can't because mm-hmm. those guys are going to take leaps forward, not not grizzled veterans, right? They're mm-hmm. they're going to be straight grizzled <laughs> <laughs> coming out of the box. Hot. Sure, but um, whoever they evaluate to be the best quarterback for the franchise, that's who they should get. Okay, like it's hard to say which quarterback's the best quarterback right now because we haven't been to the combine, we haven't been to the pro day, nothing like that, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen tape, um, but. Like like May, I I think I question his arm strength. Okay, for sure. the National Football League. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be questions. People are questioning Caleb right now. Um, whatever the Raiders focus in on as the right guy for the job, then that's who they should pick um, and get it right. But that's why they get paid the big bucks to get it right. Mm-hmm. Like everybody speculating, they should get that guy. They should get this guy. No, they should get the guy that they want. But they should damn well get it right they better get it right right <laughs> well they and got 76 days to figure it out uh, yeah pritch uh, as we let you go give us a prediction for the game who do you well like? uh from a betting standpoint i'm taking the points yeah. I, don't, I don't care who wins this game uh <laughs> but if i want some more money in my in my pocket i'm doing some things with the points and, and the chiefs are getting the points right now mm-hmm. um uh yeah I, I i don't care who wins this game to be honest with you. Yeah, me either. Yeah, right, right. I'm like, I don't even care if I'm wrong. <laughs> I, know. I, I, said, well, yeah. I made one pick this week. I was like, the 49ers because of the roster, but I know Patrick Mahomes probably make me look right. dumb, which is fine because I think we're just going to see a really good football game. Yeah, I think so. I think and, so. And that's that's what this whole event is about is good football. Right. And that always isn't a given. Sure. And a commercial for Legion and a commercial for Las Vegas exactly for, for what, four hours, five hours. And uh, that's what I'm about right there, you mm-hmm. know, representing the city. So. Um, from a betting standpoint, though, I like the points because I can do some things uh, in that regard. Mike Pritchard, too legit to quit. Thiessen, DraftKings, and our friend. Thank you for being Thanks with us. Thanks a lot for having me. Enjoy the week. Back well, you already this. have. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but wait, there's more. The fun doesn't end. <laughs> we'll strange. be back on the morning tailgate. Want even more of this party? On Twitter, make sure and follow Clay Baker at Clay Baker Radio. Vinny Bonsignor at Vinny Bonsignor and Lindsey Brown at Lindsey Brown 35. And now, back to the morning tailgate. All right, as we wrap it up here from Radio Row, we want to remind you, you can get a couple tickets here for the uh, Big Game Weekend concert over at MGM Grand Garden Arena. Two awesome comedians, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. Go deep Saturday, MGM Grand Garden Arena. Call 702-365-9200, and we will hook you up with tickets for that show. But uh, as we go out, Lindsay and I would like to say thank you to Fenhouse back in the studio, as well as Joe Costa this week, Damon Cotton. 
Ari, Jared Justice, Danny Smythe, Greg Salerno, Q Myers, all the people that helped bring this to you. We really appreciate all their hard work because it doesn't go unnoticed because this was a long, long week for a lot of people. Yep, and still not over yet, and that means everybody needs to stick around because we don't know who's walking around, what interviews you're going to hear, and Raider Nation Radio is on all damn day, except for Rich Eisen, who's on, you know, between, but tell JT. <laughs> hey. JT, 12 to 2, and then it's Fearless Leader Q Myers with Unnecessary Roughness, and let me tell you, uh, I've met some Hardworking people in my life. I've met some real hustlers. Nobody beats uh, the compilation of talent that is the Lotus Broadcasting and Las Vegas Sports Network. So find all of our pictures and our videos. And because Ed Graney doesn't want me to post that video, I'm only putting it on TikTok. There's no way his ass is on TikTok. You'd never find out so in a million years. If you don't follow me on TikTok, it's at Brown 35 L-I-N-D-S. I didn't do the Z with this one. You'll find it. It'll, you'll figure it out. I'm in my skeleton suit. And if you don't, well, your life's probably better anyway. Go online, lvsportsnetwork.com. Check out our photo galleries as well as our podcast page. And all our coverage is brought to you by Paul Paddle Law. It's not about the injury. It's about the recovery. For Fenn, for Vinny Bonsignor and Lindsey Brown, I'm Clay Baker. Thank you for listening. Coming up next, it's Rich Eisen, then a full day of Raider Nation Radio. JT the Brick at Cafe Americano and Q Byers from noon to, to noon to 5 here on r 920. Have a great weekend, everybody.